0: roses and chickens and children, a yard for play, fresh milk every day, a cow, they would die anyhow. Lint in their lungs from the cloth, breathing dust in the locked room, old building mold, brittle bones from bending to sew in the factory all those hours a day, making shirtwaist, stitch- stitch, go blind, have cancer, cough, TB, they were going to die anyway. You just heard Mary Rudge. She was the Poet Laureate of Alameda and a very dear friend of both Jack and mine. I chose to play that poem for you today because it's May Day and this poem refers back to the famous triangle fire from which so many women garment workers died and from which emerged the labor movement and many of the labor laws that we have today. It was horrible.
1: They, um, the, the managers locked the rooms so the women couldn't get out. So they'd have to stay there and work. That was the idea. And so they locked them and then this awful fire came and they couldn't get out and the only way out was to jump from the windows but they were high up mm. and so they 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 jumped judy gron has a very fine poem about the the shirtwaist fire as well it's it was one of those awful awful incidents which forced even to do something about the working condition. Um, It was just a a hideous event. It's uh, funny because I was just reading today about that terrible fire in Oakland. Oh yes, and and uh, the two somehow resonated
0: because the trial
1: for that it has
0: just begun, and uh, my grandson and his. Other musician friends have written cover songs. Maybe I'll bring them next month. Uh, of that, they they recorded cover songs, meaning the co- the songs that were written by their buddies who died in that fire, because it was the Oakland artist community sure. that
1: that died. There's a great Woody Guthrie um, song also uh, about. A plane crash, you know, tell me what were their names. Well, there's, there was that. Was, this is a boat crash, actually. Um, tell me what were their names. Tell me what were their names. Did you have a friend on the good Reuben James? And then the other one about uh, uh, my Juan and my Rosalita, um, he names them in the song, and they didn't have a name when they rode the big airplane. Oh, the all deportees. That, all that they called yeah. them were deportees. deportees.
0: Horrible. Well, I brought some poems today, Jack, and the first one I'd like to read is the one that you singled out that I sent you of a whole batch of my new poems. And since you singled it out, I
1: thought, oh, that must mean it's good. Oh, I liked all of them. (laughs) Don't, don't. But that one I I did especially like, and I liked it because it was longer. (laughs) Well, I've been
0: writing longer Longer poems. Longer poems, yes. And this one is called... Sixteenth Day of the New Year, and refers to resolutions. It is the sixteenth day of the new year. The resolutions morph into intentions. Eat healthier food, exercise more, up my game in performance, and dig deeper and wider for new words for poems. What words did I first love? Words like cherry. So like cheery, which referred to Santa with cherry-red lips and cheeks, the very air around him crackling with cold and energy, and the delight of a sack full of gifts. Cherries became cherry pie for Valentine's Day or chocolate-covered, but it's a long wait for fresh cherries and their hard pits. To find a cherry pit in a cherry pie is a treasure worth saving. I know if I survive it, the year will reveal other surprises, delights, and disappointments. And maybe death itself is all of those. Can I remember how words came into my life? I revel in them so much today and even have developed playmates to toss them back and forth with me, molding and reshaping them, singing them through the airwaves and carrying them to random places and people who in turn play frolic and soar in the game without rules or scores, winners or losers we take godlike pleasure in creation. But we know the world belongs to all of us. Even if we dig and plant a tree, it's not ours. In the same way, our children and students belong to themselves, asserting this from their first cries, demanding attention to their needs, defining for us that work is taking care of need, and finding the play in it, adding spice to food, painting rock with pictures to share stories, revealing the alternative truth and facts of matter. The pea and the poop that we and all the insects litter the planet Earth with still does not make it fall through space with the weight of the accumulation but keeps on sailing smoothly through eternity in a choreographed expansion into limited, unlimited space, defining itself only through its onward motion of creation. The journey itself redefines itself daily, carrying all living and dead and recycled atoms Everything that is and was, mixing it up with this stuff of living and dying and expanding the universe.
1: One of my better acts was to single out that poem. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Thank good. Thank you so much. It's a lovely poem, and it's a really interesting poem, and it's a thoughtful poem, which is also very interesting. It's, it's emotional and, and uh, resonant in your life and all of that, but it's also a very thoughtful poem about what it means to get older and what it means to remember, all of that stuff. It has a lot of richness in that poem.
0: Well, I I wrote this poem. This poem really surprised me. It's the very latest poem that I wrote, and it came as a big surprise to me. And uh, I wonder if you would try it, because as Duncan, as you said after Duncan's poem, that you don't just have to have more multiple voices in your head, you can also have multiple voices for real in your poem.
1: In your performance. Yes. yes.
0: Absolutely. So I would like to invite you to be the other voice. All just right. read those lines that you see circled <laughs> okay. in the script.
1: I can find them. Great. <laughs> okay. Okay. John
0: Brown's body lies a-mouldering in the grave, but his truth goes marching on. John Brown died so the enslaved could be free, and his truth goes marching on. As our country struggles with its racist roots, the fruit of the poison tree and its current manifestations. His truth goes marching on and will go marching on
1: until all slavery from immigrant labor with passports withheld, from prison work programs, from below minimum wage jobs,
0: until we smash this patriarchal legacy from the builders of the pyramids, to the stolen, caged children from the southern border. His His truth
1: truth goes goes marching marching on. on. Glory, hallelujah. (laughs) Oh, thank you,
0: Jack. Uh, That that poem snuck up on me, and (laughs) it came from the most unlikely source. It came from reading a booklet, a guide, a program guide, put out by the Alameda County Office of Education. Oh, my. Yes, I'm telling you, an unlikely source, but it is one of the most radical documents I've ever (laughs) read. Go Alameda. Yeah. (laughs) They have decided that they're going to deal with the roots of all the problems that we expect these children to grow up to solve. And so, they're They're leading the way in that of going back to the roots of it all and helping them to understand it and maybe helping us all to understand it.
1: Someone handed me a a little flyer as I came into the station, Um, and it actually is relevant to what you're saying. Um, A woman named Tracy Daniel is giving a children's spirituality forum for children and parents, Mindfulness for children. And um, introduce your children to the practice of mindfulness, so they can learn to reduce stress, regulate behavior and emotions, develop a positive self-image along the way—all good things. And that will be Sunday, May fifth, at Christ Church in Alameda. And it's Christ Church. You can get this on the uh, internet: Alameda dot org slash calendar. It'll be in the Guild Room there, Sunday, May fifth. It sounds like a good event, and. Mindfulness may help.
0: Yes, I think mindfulness is going to be necessary. So, the Alameda Office of Education is offering a new program for teachers. So, if you're out there and interested in changing the world, and of course you are or you wouldn't be a teacher, uh, you should contact them about the Integrated Learning Specialist Programme because it's going to revolutionize your thinking, your teaching, and your life.
1: Say that name
0: again. Integrated Learning Specialist, Mm -hmm. and it's through the Alameda County Office of Education where you take this program and become qualified to be the Integrated Learning Specialist, which is to introduce... The arts into the curriculum and make the curriculum arts based. But I want to go on to my new poem. Go ahead. Please do. This poem cost me a lot because it's about worry. And I had to first worry a huge, horrible amount (laughs) to write this poem. But you remember, don't fail. (laughs) (laughs) Right. On worry. When worries build up and finally fall apart from the force of their own foolishness, I wonder why I had to take that roller coaster ride. How can I avoid repeating the needless journey, all motion but no distance traveled on that joyless trip? I do not want to take again a negative adventure to nowhere.
1: Good idea.
0: (laughs) This next poem is called Hummingbirds. I'm so fortunate living in Vallejo on the little balcony outside of my bedroom. We have a hummingbird feeder, and so I get to watch them from my pillow. Hummingbirds, what they desire, long and lust for, wafts by as an elusive fragrance a gentle suggestion, a suggestive, seductive color. Fluttering, seldom perching, they hover nearby, never landing to stay, just to sip, suck, and to leave to return. Yeah, hummingbirds are great. This one is called On Singing. And you'll like it because it's a long one,
1: <laughs>
0: relatively. On Singing. Let's sing the song that hums along the breastbone, vibrating head and chest, letting teeth chase words out of mind, trade them in for sounds like trees in a windstorm or the sudden silence of an electrical power failure when you know you have to get through it on your own breath. Move up and down the scale until you find that Doe does not have to follow Ray or me. There are other notes, but they were chased and marched out by the hit parade, and now you have to struggle for them. Your voice lowers with age. High notes race away with youth and crack if you try to chase them. Let them go, let them go. Go down lower, under where you used to go. Find out what's down there. Did your infant cry go when you called in the night? Where? And nobody came. Where is that howl and piercing cry that brings out the curiosity of cats that echoes the howl of the dogs and the silence of the moon that reaches your sleeping lover in his dreams? Will he remember your songs when you are gone, absent? Will you really be absent is it possible to not exist, to run out of songs, and even not to hum? End in a death rattle. Oh.
1: going to end like that. <laughs> oh. I hope not. Well, uh, oh dear. Home is all right, but you know, chickadee, chickadee, boom, boom, come on now. No, you're not going to end like that. Why not? You're not allowed to. Why? you have a peaceful ending. You've done so much and so much for other people and for poetry, for all kinds of stuff. You're going to have a good ending. Oh, you're
0: talking about my ending. Yes. Oh, I thought you were talking as a poet about the poem. Oh, But no, you're no. talking about Nina's ending. Yeah, that's right. Oh, well, yes. Nina's got a little while to go at least to so. the end of yeah. this
1: program, not Lovely. to worry. <laughs> okay, don't worry.
0: <laughs> but this is on the same theme. I wish I did have another more cheerful poem, but maybe you do. This is called Haunting Melody. I think you will remember me when I am gone to where you won't see me. But will you remember my songs in the night? My songs in the ear that you ignore and interrupt? You put up with my messy piles, but not my songs. You don't want to hear them. I plan to haunt you with those songs until at last you listen. They only want to be
1: heard and acknowledged. Yes, they do, yes, they do. um, I've got a few new poems here um as well, and uh I'll read you the circuit. The circuit refers to uh the circuit has a circuit has a number of meanings to it, but the vaudeville circuit is the one that's the primary meaning here, but I mean it to have other resonances as well. I've been reading a book about vaudeville, um, really an excellent book. It's called The Voice of the City, Vaudeville and Popular Culture in New York by Robert W. Snyder. I recommend the book. And um, I was looking forward to
0: hearing this because <laughs> I used to be a great vaudeville fan. We used to go to the Low East Theater, movie theater, because on Thursday nights they had Vaudeville.
1: Oh, I've got Lowy in this uh, in this poem as well. I believe I put him in here. And one
0: of the people in there, we actually would frequently see. They were my favorites, Doctor
1: Cronkite and I. Don't. Oh, know. you're gonna. Yes, that's in my poem. Yes, I was on the bill with them as a matter of fact in the Ed Sullivan Show. <laughs> Amazingly, um, they started out something like 1906. But anyway, here's my poem, and it begins with a routine, a famous routine of George Burns and Gracie Allen, uh, called. Well, you'll see what it's called. George, do you like loving? Gracie, no. George, do you like kissing? Gracie, no. George, what do you like? Gracie, lamb chops. George, could a little girl like you eat two lamb chops alone? Gracie, no. But with potatoes, I could. (laughs) I'm reading a book about vaudeville i am reading a book about keith and lowey and alby and the palace 1913 to 1932 burns and allen played there so did smith and dale with whom i appeared on the ed sullivan show in 1955 are you a doctor i'm a doctor i'm dubious how do you do mr dubious no insurance how will your wife bury you With with pleasure I'm reading a book about vaudeville. There was a theater for every ethnic group located at a hub for transportation and business, easy access, trolley, subway, and business. Its business was show. I don't care, I don't care what you may think of me. Fred Allen. Benny did an act with a pig on the stage. The pig was there to eat up the things that people threw at Benny. Long pause. Sometimes he used two pigs. A man and a woman. A man alone. A woman alone. I'm the last of the Red Hot Bombers. Two men. Comics. Dancing. Dancing. An extravaganza of chorus girls. All right, girls, show us your legs. It was all vaudeville. It was all show. Was you there, Charlie? Fame for the grabbing. Big time. Small time. Change your accent for the theater on Lexington Avenue. Animal acts. Acrobats. America in tights. And baggy pants, treading the boards. Give me the rent, or out you go. Poetry recitals, fifty cents, a dollar, two dollars. I am reading a book about vaudeville. Multiple, like America. Diverse, like America. A success, like America till it finally lay in the dust of the movies, the radio, the multiplex, the TV. Who knew it would ever end? And my friend Jake Berry commented, and I answered him, I thought that might be an interesting thing to include. What is it? I'm not sure vaudeville ended, said Jake, so much as it morphed. When I was young, there was still plenty of it to be seen on TV and heard on radio. They were delightful. Then they morphed into something else. I answered, you're quite right in the sense that kinds of performances that originated in vaudeville continued and continue today. But the milieu in which vaudeville existed and which it created, the voice of the city, as the book I'm reading puts it, punning on a possible etymology, voix de ville, no longer exists. The Voix de Ville involved the need to appeal to every individual ethnic group in New York, and the book documents the considerable success of that effort. Vaudeville was not homogeneous, but extraordinarily pluralistic, multiple, a polyphony. Quote, to succeed, Vaudeville had to have as many voices as the city where it thrived. That's from The Voice of the City, Vaudeville and Popular Culture in New York by Robert W. Snyder. Snyder goes on, all who participated were transformed. Culture is a many-sided conversation and nowhere in turn of the century America were the voices more complex, contradictory, and concentrated than in vaudeville. I added, Oscar Hammerstein Jr. was one of the principal people, among others, who wished to remove his musicals from the vaudeville milieu. To make them more genteel, and more unified, the great success of Oklahoma, South Pacific, etc., shows that America was definitely ready for that. Vaudeville was anything, but unified, and not always genteel. You can see the presence of vaudeville in the Brechtville musicals, Three Penny Opera, Mahogany. Early TV did have something of that character, but it's gone now. We're in the era of mass culture, something which vaudeville in some ways helped to create, but which it was itself definitely not. It's my yeah. say on vaudeville, mass culture, and all that stuff we've got going on with us today.
0: You know, when I used to see Vaudeville on Thursday nights at the Lowe's Theater, it was uh, after the movie, or maybe it was before the movie. And then, after a few years, there was no more Vaudeville, and they introduced the double features
1: instead. Right. Two movies. The end of Vaudeville perhaps is dated... 1932, because that's when the uh, palace, which was the great vaudeville, you know, playing the palace was the epitome of success in vaudeville. The palace was the great vaudeville house. It was open from 1913 through 1932, and in
0: 1932, it became a movie house. Oh, well, I was seeing vaudeville in the early 40s, and it or late 30s, early 40s, and then it totally faded out and became those double features. Yeah. And then today, they only play single features, but you have to decide which single feature you're going to see when you go to buy the ticket to That's get right.
1: in. Yeah, no, it, it all changed. That, that you, yeah. get a, you get a double feature, you get a cartoon, you get a newsreel as well. Uh, something else which is of some interest and perhaps relevant to all of this... Um, My grandfather, Tom, Big Tom Foley, um, he was the person for whom Foley Square in New York was named. I I, didn't know that. That
0: is so amazing. I read that sentence over and over. How many times I've been to Foley Square?
1: Well, you know, that was the site of my grandfather's last saloon. I'm going to play, I'm going to do a a poem to him. Um, Sangi. Sean found that out for me. My son Sean found out about the grandfather. He's a historian, Sean is. And Sangi found some photos of Big Tom. Uh, And so I've got a poem about that. So that's Big Tom. Gramps. Never met him, but glad to see him here. A wheel at Tammany with his friend Big Tim. And then at Big Tim's funeral procession, the sad march through New York City in top hat, overcoat, gloves. He made money, but poor he was when he died. Spent most of each day at the downtown Cantamany Club listening to the cries for help. His saloons were thriving, but the money went trickling along with the payoffs and the campaign contributions through his fingers into those of his constituents. He had the map of Ireland on his face, and I carry his kindly genes into my own life. Where does your sense of compassion come from? Perhaps from my grandfather, for whom they named Foley Square, the site of his last saloon. I feel such love for this large man, once sheriff of the city of New York, a strong man, a man of power and great kindness who lived in the long years ago. Before the Irish grew rich, before they forgot the power of care. And yes, I mean the the vice president, I mean uh, Ryan, I mean all those Irishmen who are oppressing us all and have forgotten how to be Irish and kindly.
0: Thank you, Jack. That was a wonderful
1: poem. Really enjoyed it. Enjoyed all yours, too. And I hope the audience did. We're going to be back in a month with any luck at all. And with more of our hijinks and more strange things that will be happening. Be well. Be well. listeners May Day is coming also known as International Workers Day a day when working people around the world unite to show that they truly have the power to make change in Oakland there will be a day of actions and KPFA will be there kicking off May 1st 10 a.m. till noon from the Port of Oakland live on our newly created Facebook page Pacifica Radio May Day broadcast Turn there for updates from around the city, the nation, and the world. Then tune in at 2 p.m. for a live video broadcast from Oscar Grant Plaza in Oakland, featuring activists, organizers, and workers. That's live from the streets May 1st at 2 p.m. on kpfa.org and Facebook, Pacifica Mayday Broadcast.